When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you tired of using Google Drive or Dropbox to send files to clients? Well, never get burned again with FilePass. I love and use FilePass exclusively for sending files to my clients. It's a cloud file sharing website specifically made by engineers for engineers. It's absolutely amazing. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash FilePass to check out the full feature list and subscribe today. Never lose another dime to burned projects. Happy mixing, my friends, and enjoy the show. One, two, three. Hello, and welcome back to the Mixing Music Podcast. I am your host, DK. Um, First off, I want to apologize. I missed two weeks. I think it was about two weeks because of the holidays. I was enjoying myself. I was spending time with family. I should have uh, scheduled a post up during those times. I didn't. I'm sorry. Kind of not sorry. I uh, hope we all are having a great, you know, holiday, winter. It's winter time. If you're listening to this way after the fact, then uh, it was winter time. It was around the Christmas season. And uh, you know what? You know what that means? That means tons and tons of plug-in deals Tons of discounts all over the place or stuff masquerades in discount, even though it's not that much cheaper during any other time of the year. But I wanted to talk about some plugins. Um, I put out a little poll and you may have seen this. Uh, What kind of content do y'all want? I take, I listen to all your reviews. I read your reviews. I listen to everything y'all got to say. Um, Y'all seem to want more technical stuff. Um, So if you want to, just just to be clear, if you want to see more daily activities of what I do, the music that I mix and work on, the plugins that I use on a regular basis, uh, follow me on Instagram, D-E-E-K-E-I Mixes, um, where I show my daily work, you know, and I show off some of the songs that I'm working on regularly and some mixes that I'm doing and the plugins that I'm using and talk a little bit about that every once in a while. Um, but today I wanted to talk about some plugins. Uh, this Winter was really bad for me in the sense that I bought way too many plugins and spent way too many money and have been enjoying, enjoying using them. Oh, it has been so much fun. This has been a great Christmas winter break for me. I got tons and tons of goodies, including some new monitors. I'll talk about them in a later episode, but I got some ATC SCM45s. That's right. I got some big boys that I'm never going to buy any more speakers for the rest of my career. Hopefully these will last me for the rest of my life till I die and be able to pass them on to the next generation. These ATCs sound amazing and um, has totally 
oh, changed my mixing and it's been so fun to mix on them. And it's also so scary because everything that I used to do, uh, listening to all of my old mixes, I it, I can't even, wow. Like the flaws, not the flaws, like, I mean, they sound good, but at the same time, it's just like these subtle details that I like, there's a little bump in the low mids and almost everything that I've been doing and I didn't even hear them until, because they sounded so good on my old speakers, I would listen to them and I would, you know, reference stuff on Spotify with the old speakers and I, and the low mids, it all sounded good. It sounded the same. And then, and then I play them on the ATCs and I play Spotify where the low mids is a little bit more revealing. The entire mid range is a lot more revealing and I'm like, holy crap, it's not the same at all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's been fun, um, to figure, I'm try- still trying to figure these out, still trying to, you know, figure out how I can make them sound good and figure out what music should be sounding out through of them. But so far, so good. I've liked every single mix and have been extremely proud of every single mix that um, I've put out since getting them. And oh my goodness, it's so fun. Like I love getting better at mixing. Getting better at a craft that you just are so passionate about is one of the best feelings. And there were times where I felt kind of stagnant and I was plateauing, but I am back on the rise and I am totally every day improving and it is so much fun. Let me talk about some of the plugins that I use here um, very recently that I bought and some plugins that I use all the time that I've had. So a little bit about my plugins list. Um, as a mix engineer, I've been collecting for a long time. So this is uh, this shouldn't be a surprise that I have tons, a butt ton of plugins, way too many plugins, some would say. And uh, I don't use all of them, but I use, I'm proud to say I use a good, like, you know, 50, 60, 70% of them, if that, maybe. Um, granted, I have so many plugins. So I have all of the UAD stuff. Um, oh my goodness, so amazing. Um, sound toys, I got all of Isotopes, uh, Ozone Advance, Neutron Advance. The new new Ozone 9 is amazing. They got a master rebalance plugin. We can talk about that later in a low-end focus. Holy, holy moly. Um, a bunch of plugin alliance, the ones that they don't have on UAD, um, a bunch, tons of waves, um, ones that I never even use and whatever, you know, waves got to have that stuff. I apparently, um, the one thing that I don't have that I kind of refuse to get, um, and I haven't had a reason to get them yet is the CLA 76s. Not that they're bad, but the UA ones are so good that I've never wanted the CLA 76s. Whatever. Um, plus, I have real 76s, but they're not even... I have real 1176s in my desk. I don't even use them, to be honest. That's how much I believe in plugins. Like, they sound so good that, like, the whole act of routing my analog stuff, not even worth it. Not, like, I do not want to spend the time rerouting stuff and printing stuff. Nah, I'm good. I can get a good sound. Um, there's a quote. Who did I hear? Uh, Dave Pensado or Jason Joshua said, uh, modern records modern sounding records require modern tools and uh the one thing about plugins that i really believe in is that although they may not emulate hardware exactly they have their own sound they have their own vibe and they sound amazing um and having plugins even if it's stock plugins um you have no excuse to make terrible records to be fair I really, really don't believe that the plugins that you use make or break a record. No, not at all. It's about how you use the plugins that you have. Granted, I hate Logic stock compressors. Oh my gosh. There's two things I hate about Logic. The kick drums that it comes with, every single one of their kick drums, whoever made the samples, I'm sorry, I just do not like the bouncy baldness of them. 
Um, so I never use, I've never, I hate, I hate, I'm sorry. I don't know who made them. You might be a fan of who made them. I, I don't care. They sound terrible to me and I don't like using them. And also the compressors. Oh my gosh. If you're cranking the logic compressors and you're like, I don't hear anything. That's because it's not doing anything. I like, to be honest, logic compressors don't do anything. You got to crank it like negative eight dBs to get two dBs out of that thing. It's, it's horrible. Um, Granted, other than that, stock plugins, Studio One has amazing stock plugins. Pro Tools has amazing stock plugins, relatively amazing stock plugins. Logic, other than the compressors, has amazing stock plugins. And uh, even GarageBand nowadays, other than the compressors, have good plugins. Um, it's amazing. Uh, let's see, FL Studio and Ableton um, also have great plugins. Uh, FL Studio has a great kick drum distortion plugin that uh, all of us hip-hop dudes try to emulate all the time outside of fl but um yeah all of the stuff there's no excuses to make bad mixes anymore technology has gone too far it's all you it's your fault if it sounds bad <laughs> that sounds horrible but uh plugins are awesome um the only reason why i like having third-party plugins is because um once you get to a certain point you start to everything starts to feel a little bit different you can hear the subtle nuances um the way that like for example um you know, a compressor uh, and a, a Fairchild 670 compressor doesn't just compress it differently with the attack and release time and limit it a little bit differently, but the EQ, it adds a little bit of like a saturation EQ curve. Um, and it kind of like really makes that mid-range nice. So I like to put the 670, the Fairchild UAD, the Legacy one um, on a lot of things that I want like a little bit more forward mid-range. Uh, it sounds amazing. I don't even use it for compression sometimes. And I love the way that it sounds. Also, um, so you'll kind of notice these different nuances. Um, and sometimes also plugins, they work a little bit differently. So sometimes it's a little bit easier to get faster results. For example, like I could be tweaking a stock plugin to get exactly the same sounds that I want. But if I already had an SSL compressor with you know, what I'm used to, the way that I'm used to looking at it, and the way that I'm used to it sounding and the way that I'm used to it hearing, then that's just going to be faster and easier. The SSL compressor is not any better. It's just what I'm used to, and it's easier and faster to get a sound that I know that I want to get, right? So this goes back to what I've been saying in previous episodes. From experienced mixers, it's it's more of a matter of we we hear the potential. We know what the song can do. We know what every single one of our tools does, we're very confident with what moves we can make to make what sounds. For example, if someone says, we want to make this vo vocal more warm, and we want to, you know, you hear it and you're like, oh, we can make this. You're, you're used to your monitoring. You know what you want it to sound like. You've done this thousands and thousands of times before. Um, it's a lot easier to make decisions and using the tools that you're comfortable with, what you know, um, using new tools um, that help you get to a certain point faster or maybe you're trying to get a different vibe out of. Um, that's the reason for new plugins, but you really don't need them. Like, I guarantee, um, I guarantee I can make just as good of a mix, almost just as good of a mix with all Pro Tools stock plugins um, than without any of, and without any of my third-party plugins. But that being said, I'd rather much use my third-party plugins because I like the way they sound. I'm used to them. Um, so they do some things differently and I don't have to work around as much. Um, but yeah, I still use stock plugins for a lot of things. Um, and even with, uh, I love, you know, the EQ on the, the classic parametric EQ on the Pro Tools. I still use that to notch out super weird frequencies at times. 
Um, granted, one of the new plugins I got, which has been far too long, um, Pro Q3 uh, Fab Filter. I've been waiting far too long for that. I've always just been using Neutron. Neutron Advanced has uh, the dynamic EQ functions and has a lot of the same functions, um, and I've just been using that. I have to say, though, one thing about one thing about the Neutron EQ that the Pro Q does way, way, way better is I do not like the sound of boosting high end on the Neutron. I just don't. It just the Neutron boosting the high end. It gets brittle and weird to me. But the Pro Q three, it's too smooth. It's weird. Um, granted, uh, I what I should be doing is uh, just cutting out <laughs> a lot more of the lows instead of boosting the highs. Maybe I don't know. That's one way to do it. Uh, but, um, yeah, the Neutron high boost, not, not really a big fan of, um, there's also subtle things too, like, uh, with the API, the API EQ plugins, they just have a specific band and frequencies that I like on specific things. Um, it's not, it doesn't always work. And one thing that I think is a very necessary skill is knowing when things don't work. Anybody can know when things sound better. Um, but it takes real skill knowing when not to do something. I think I've said that before as well. And that's a real important skill, um, when you're mixing and if you're experienced, then you already know this. Um, and I, uh, let's see, uh, more plugins that I got this, this, uh, this Christmas break. I got, um, the black box. I finally bought the black box from plugin Alliance. I've been on the demo for the last couple of weeks before I bought it and it was amazing. It went on sale. Holy crap. Picked it up. Amazing. Love that black box. Oh, it's so, so good. Um, I purchased the, uh, I finally, this is so bad. Um, I went to mix with the masters in the seminar, the week long seminar in France, but I've never been a, like a full pro member. I've never paid that 300 and whatever dollars for the year pass. And I did because of Jason Joshua's videos. And oh my gosh, I think he's, his video is the only video, one of the only videos that you can purchase by itself without buying a membership. Um, if you want your life to be changed, holy moly, go watch that video. It is so good. Um, I think it's nice to know uh, that, you know, I went to Leslie Brathwaite's seminar and his whole thing, like his thing, what he changed my life with is his mindset, you know, putting mixing into perspective. It's not that difficult. It's not witchcraft. You're overthinking it. Stop overthinking it. It's just music, right? And then in combination with that, Jason Joshua, who's the exact opposite, like super technical, knows exactly what he's doing. Most of the other videos on Mix with the Masters is all about like, oh, like just go with the flow. I do what sounds good. And it's not necessarily super technical, but Jason Joshua does some really technical things that nobody else really tells you. Um, and the videos that you can try out, it's so, it's so good. It's so worth it. Um, and study that. I've watched it like twice over and I'm still learning from it and trying out some of his techniques and trying to figure out, here's the most important thing about learning how to use plugins and learning how to mix, like trying to do what they do, not to copy them, but to figure out why they may, why they use that and what, why they use and what kind of sounds that makes. So you can put that into your arsenal of knowing what to do in the future with different sounds. Anyway, Josh and J Jason Joshua's video is amazing. Um, which reminds me, uh, one of the things that he talked about and I've been using a lot more often is multiband compression. Um, he said that a vocal, sometimes, you know, 250 hertz on a vocal, it's not that bad. But every once in a while, when she get, you know, when the singer, he or she gets, uh, or the rapper gets kind of low, has a low timbre in their voice during the verses, then it kind of sticks out a little bit more. But then once they start belting, it's not as bad, you know. And so why would you, you know, why multiband is perfect for that. 
even at small specific frequencies. So it balances everything out always. So you don't have to automate stuff and you know, don't have to make general EQ curves and it's better than the surf EQ, which we can talk about, which I don't have, but uh, we could talk about another time. Um, another plugin uh, that I got this time around, you know what? Not another plugin that I got. The one, another plugin that I've had that I've been using a lot more recently is the Sound Toys Little Radiator. That little radiator, it's it does something really awesome. Um, Jason Joshua talked about it, and then I started using it on a lot more things than what Jason Joshua did in that video. Um, it it does something to the low mids. It it brings it out, and oh, it's so nice. I just love the way that sounds. Um, and I love, I've been, oh man, I've been doing a lot more saturation recently and it's been so much fun to hear how everything is sounding and I've never been more confident with my mixes in my entire life. Um, and I, hopefully I'll look back in a year, I'll hopefully, I'll look back at me saying this now and think, oh my gosh, I had no idea what I was talking about. I'm so much better now. Right. But, um, I feel like I'm at the best that I've ever been in my entire life. Career is going okay. It's going well. Uh, well enough that I invested in some new speakers, I guess, um, and got some new plugins, and I'm not dying. And uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, Want to talk about more plugins? Maybe I'll talk about plugins on a specific mix when I do another mix breakdown, and I talk about the song and talk about the different aspects and um, do uh, breaking it down more technical wise, not just emotionally how the artist was uh, feeling about it, um, like I was before. Maybe I'll do a little bit more technical breakdown. Um, let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you want me to talk about. Let me know uh, what kind of guests, if you, if you want guests or if you don't want guests um, on the podcast. I want to curate this content for you. Um, we've finally broken, I think we're almost at like 7,000 downloads, 7,000 listeners, which is amazing. Um, and so thankful for every single one of you. Um, really, it is awesome. And I'm so glad that I have you take part in my journey and I get to add to your journey. Um, as always, as I say in every single one of my episodes, if you ever want to shoot me a rough mix that you want me to critique, give some feedback on, I'm very confident with my feedback giving. I think I do a very good job. Um, because you know what? Giving feedback, it's not always super technical. It's sometimes emotional. Some people just really want to be told that it sounds great. Um, but uh, you know what? Send it my way. D-E-E-K-E-I mixes at gmail.com. Send me an email. Send me an MP3. Um, say hi to me on Instagram. And uh, yeah, have a great day. Uh, keep mixing, happy mixing, and stay saucy, my friends. One, two, three. This episode of Mixing Music with DK has been brought to you by LaunchPod Media. If you want to start a podcast, make sure to start it right with LaunchPod Media. Hey, what up? It's DK. Thank you so much for listening to the Mixing Music Podcast. I just want to do a quick plug. Did you know that I write kids' books? If you have children, nieces, nephews, I have books that are totally available for free or $10 on Amazon for physical copies. You can go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash kidsbooks to get access and learn more about that. Thank you for all of your support. Now let's get back to the show.